Today is January 30th in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room, January 30, 2023. And this is Tech Talk. And we are in a situation that we, I don't think I've ever been in before. Now, yes, people have canceled at the last moment, but usually it's a day or two or three. Uh, John got an, a message earlier today and and he is very apologetic. It's not like he said, I don't want to do this. He said, something has come up in my family life, etc., and I can't do it. But please, please, please bring me back. And he is Oren McAllister of uh, Navalins. Navalins. I can never pronounce that word correctly. Yeah. So we're going to offer him a date uh, somewhere maybe end of February, early March. And I haven't heard back from him yet, but we will reschedule. So uh, and he, and he, he had to cancel so close to the date today that he wasn't able to do a, a recorded feature, which he would have done. So we'll we'll reschedule. So, so meantime, so tonight, we're in a, we're in a situation now where we haven't had time to put something together. We have had some some chats earlier about doing some things, but but we didn't have a time to do it in such a short amount of time. So we we're, we're thinking, what do you want to do? So what we've decided to do is is to leave it up to you guys. We can talk, or we can talk about our favorite apps, which was one of the things we were talking about maybe yeah. doing. Um, we, we've, and we did a lot of that before you got started too. Well, yes, we did. Yeah, so we can we can actually do whatever you want to do. We can we can actually even not do a meeting. That's your call as well. But uh, the next hour, we're all here. We're all here together. So I would be interested in your thoughts about what would you like to do. Would you like to chat and talk? And if you do, that's great too. And we'll kind of we'll kind of keep it. To the point where where we actually can hear each other, so we don't want, we can't do multiple conversations, of course. But we were already doing some of that before we started, so it's certainly your call. So so give me some thoughts. So um, so this is Marissa. Yes. Um, I think that it would be a good idea to talk about different apps, but also um, it would be good to kind of if people have some um, tech questions. Um, to ask them like for example i have a tech question that i would um that i would like to ask okay so why don't we unless somebody has another thought we could leave those two categories in the forefront we could either talk about your favorite apps or if you've got tech questions we've got plenty of smart people here like like um hmm murder <laughs> uh, probably would be our our Top tech person, I think maybe, but there are others that I'm not. I haven't looked at the list, so I don't know who's here. Um, but there are lots of people who can help, so I think that's a cool idea. And I think we can get through in a half hour or forty five minutes, maybe an hour. We'll see. So we'll do that, but 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 we're going to leave everybody unmuted. So please, please be careful and try not to step on each other and and have multiple conversations. Okay, so really give a listen before you jump in. We should let Marissa ask I, her I think so. Yeah, I think, Marissa, yeah. since you were the first one to jump up and say, I've got a tech question, let's have you do that. Okay, thanks. So my question is, um, I'm looking to buy an over-ear um, over pair of headphones. And um, what's imp and here are um, some things that I'm looking for. Uh, three main things, actually. So... Um, one is one an absolute must is noise canceling. Um, it does get a bit loud in the halls in my building, so that's actually important to me. Mm -hmm. The other one is that the like that the sound of that the sound is good when I'm listening to music because I'm also like to listen to music. And then the other one is that they are good for um for Zoom and phone calls. So. I was just wondering what would everyone, uh, what would what would people recommend? What, what kind of device are you going to use it with? Uh, yes, yeah. I was going to say. I will use it with um with my iPhone. So I have an iPhone S SE three, mm -hmm. and I have an I iPad Air two. <clears throat> How much are you willing to spend? That's another deal. So, um, anywhere from, say, um, 
I would like spend in the upper like 100 like 100 like for example I was looking at the JBL um at a JBL pair of headphones and also like in the uh in the like low like 200 and and like up to say 300 do you want to have just headphones or do you want a microphone so that you can use the headphones for communicating on the computer and on the phone uh, definitely um if i can have a microphone that yes for a computer and the phone. okay yeah absolutely so probably a usb or oh, you no, you didn't say that you said you wanted yeah never mind oh i'm sorry i meant a bluetooth sorry about okay that. yeah I, no i, I didn't Good. hear you say that okay Marissa, does it have to be? It has to be over the ear. Uh, over the ear is what I feel most comfortable with. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> uh, so this is Deborah, and just I, I think sometimes, just to be sure, people sometimes confuse the terminology for over the ear, on the ear, in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, I'm making my own joke that nobody thinks is funny but me. But anyway, okay. So, um, but over the ear typically means the ones that I, I call them broadcast headphones. Right. They they cup your ear. They cover yeah. your entire ear and, and, and there's a rim around your ear. So if that's what you mean, it totally closes your ear. But you can also buy noise canceling headphones that are on the ear and that would be a larger you know a padded earpiece but it sits flat against your ear sort of like if you held the palm of your hand against your ear but you didn't cup your ear that's on the ear so so do you mean over the ear so that your whole ear is enclosed yes i do okay This is Travis Sittler here. Hey, Travis. Hey, how's it going? Hello. It's going good. 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 It's good. always good to hear your voice. Just uh, sorry to hear that our planned meeting had to be canceled last minute due to circumstances, but at least we can talk. But Correct. I wanted to share a couple of things I got from a newsletter and everything, and I wanted to share okay. an idea for a future meeting, maybe. Well, let, well let's see if we can well, answer Marissa's question first. Okay. Okay, that's fine. And then we'll come back. Sure. Anybody have any? Nelson here. Um, I have a question about Dropbox. Okay. No, 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 no. Let's see if we, we're going to answer Marissa's question first because we haven't done that yet about the heads about the headset, and then we certainly will come back. Okay. Does anybody have an answer for her? Well, I there are like if Bose is always good, and I can't remember how much they would be because I've got them. Um, <clears throat> You know, maybe two, three years ago, but Bose had on. They were on air headphones, and they they were like the like their soundlink speakers, and they're on ear, and they're light. Marissa, they're they're nice and light, and the nice part of them is they're Bluetooth, but they also come with a cable, so you can use them, um, both you know both ways. If you have something, say that you have the second generation screen, which is not Bluetooth, okay. You could even use them with those. And um, they do have noise canceling on them. So, you know, or any of the bows that if you if you look at the they might be what you're looking for. This is Deborah, and, and I will just second what Myrna is saying. You can't go wrong with bows. And the, yeah. the other thing, the other really wonderful thing about Bose is that every product they sell, there's a 30-day grace period. So if you don't like it, you send it back, no questions asked. And there, it doesn't have to be defective. You just don't like it, you send it back and they refund your money. And I I have lots of Bose products. I have a Bose addiction. Um, <clears throat> but I've also I've also sent a lot back and they're they're wonderful about that. So that might be a really good place for you to start. Okay, I, I, I don't know that we can go much further with that uh, because we're not selling the equipment, but that gives you a start. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much. You did well. Thank you, Marissa. Thanks for asking the question. All right. Can and, I ask my question now? Sure, go ahead, Martin. Uh, okay. I'm wondering if people notice big changes in Dropbox. I was, I was used to be able to share folders with other, uh, you know, shared folders with other people. And now it seems like I keep getting messages saying that you're, you're, you're full, your, your Dropbox is full and they want you to upgrade and that, and the page seems totally inaccessible. So I was wondering if anyone else has noticed that or are they still able to use Dropbox as before? Dropbox has, has, is always evolving. And of course they want you to spend money, but they have different levels. So the minimum I think is, or is like two gigs, right? Uh, and if that's, that's a free account, but there are accounts above that that cost more. And so if you're on a min if you're on a two gig account, that's minimum, that's all you can put on there or maximum, uh, then they're, they're going to want you to upgrade. And especially if you're, if you're at the extent of the amount of material your Dropbox can hold, you're going to see those messages. Now, I can also tell you that if you go on their website and try and add a folder or do things that we used to do a while ago, you can still do that. But the way you do it is way different in many, many cases. So, for instance, if I go back to Dropbox and haven't looked at the uh, at the website for two or three months, uh, it's get acquainted time for me all over again. They change stuff quite often and quite a bit and, and, and use different labels to do the same things. Uh, I can understand what you're talking about because it is very frustrating, but you can't do it. You just have to figure out what they've done. Okay, thank you. Larry, this is Deborah. Yes. Could I, could I ask a favor? Um, and and I, I suspect this will benefit others. As a person with a hearing impairment in particular, all the extra noise from people's computers and phones and other devices is really, really um, distracting. I would suggest maybe other devices. Maybe what we ask you to do is have everybody mute unless you're asking a question. Yeah. Larry, I, I agree. I, think I agree, too. Yeah, yeah. I think when you talk, yeah, Larry, you're we'll getting a lot of feedback. And I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm echoing back through the phone devices. Really well, um, during the presentation, so I think it's a good idea to do that now because definitely I can. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a, a, any problems with hearing, but it is quite um, yeah. distracting. It is. Yeah. So maybe you're not because now you're clear. You're not. So maybe it wasn't you. Right. No, I, it was my voice was echoing back through phones and others, uh, other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Martin, did that help? And did anybody else have anything to add? You know, sometimes what I'll do, and I don't know if it's going to work because I haven't done it in a long time. Instead of going to the website, wonder if you, you know, you just go in on the computer. Like some of the <clears> way I go in a lot is not to the website, but I'll go in to my to my user account you know and then go in like it'll be um it'll be where you go into your user go into windows go into users go into your name you know, whatever your whatever your user thing is called and then you'll see dropbox go in there and i start playing around in there and that's how i do it i okay. don't know if it's changed and i haven't done it for a while so i don't know if it's changed or not but you can try it martin and see if you can create like another folder or something like that, that way. Actually, I, I created a new account in Dropbox with a different email, and I don't have anything in it, and it still says my Dropbox is full. And I, my friend, she uh, wanted to share a document with me, and I took the one that she had out of her folder, and, but it wouldn't allow me to put in the one in it. Still, she got the same message that she has to upgrade. So I don't know yeah. Well, at one point, you could sign in, you know, you could have more devices, and then I got one about a year and a half ago, and, oh, if you want to, you know, more devices, you got to upgrade, and you can talk me into upgrading, um, because I have, I put it on a lot of things, so I said, all right, I'm going to do it, but yeah, they, they keep on pushing upgrading, but try to go in, instead of the website, go in that way and see if you can do anything, you know, it may be that it's a very limited account, and it may not or it may just know, hey, we know who that is. You know, he's trying to get two accounts in there. 
Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, Travis, what do you want to say? Well, okay. Um, this is Travis Sittler from California. So a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> I get the tech uh, emails from David Goldfield, and I think one day we should do a tech talk segment from somebody about those uh, specialty glasses that read things and all, you know, as we wear them, you know, they have the speaker and everything. Um, I we, think that would be- yeah, we did that. Well, we did one. There's a couple of, there's several, well, there's not yeah. a, several, but there's many different glasses now out. Oh, and we, okay. and we did the one from Envision uh, late last year. Yes, yeah. I did do that. Um, also, uh, another thing, um, I saw an email uh, from David Goldfield about um, some researchers at uh, the University of Boulder, Colorado, who are working on a cane. Yeah, Mark Kane. I saw that. Yes. I thought that was cool. But there is one big thing I would like to mention, a couple of them, actually. Um, First of all, if I wanted to, I'm subscribed to the um, groups.io through Accessible World, you know, where I can, you know, get the emails, you know, and ask my tech question. Mm -hmm. The only thing I cannot figure out how to subscribe to is to get the emails from Alan Lenley about this tech talk call and everything. I can't figure out how to resubscribe to Alan Lenley's stuff when he sends out the stuff about tech talk and everything. Are you, if you're part of the OTR, the tech talk discussion list, yes. every time he puts out a release, there's subscription information within that email. Okay. And Alan, you can describe it more than I can, but I mean, it's yeah. there. It's right there. I- I, I would recommend you subscribe to the AW announcements list. But uh, AW announcements? Yeah, it's AW announcements at groups, I, groups.io. It stands for okay. Accessible World. Yeah. So yeah. AW announcements at groups.io, just right yeah. there. And um, and I can ask just, someone to be a part of the announcements for Tech Talk and everything. Yeah, just send a blank email. You don't even need to put a subject in it to AW announcements. The plus sign, subscribe at groups.io. AW hyphen announcements plus subscribe at groups.io. Okay, let me write this That's down. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Um, so I'm going to let me just get a file going real quick and I'll just uh, write this down real quick. So I have AW hyphen announcements. Okay, hang on a second. AW hyphen announcements. At oh, oh, nope. plus nope. subscribe. Okay, plus at, subscribe. At, at groups.io. Yeah, make okay. make sure you have so the plus the, sign, not plus, but the plus yeah. sign. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. 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 So this is Deborah. When when Travis is done, I have a question. Okay, Travis. Okay. I, I, this is so random. I haven't. I, it's been rolling around in my head. I know. For a while. I, Travis, I had a did you have anything else, Travis? Before we go to Deborah. Travis. Oh, yes, sorry. Um, one thing I want to bring up too, in terms of you know presentations, I would like to sometime this year. I've been with you guys uh, for almost two years now. I would like to maybe talk, do a presentation on a tech talk segment about appliances that are blind friendly. You know, like kitchen laundry appliances. One day, if we can do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. Gonna, I'll bring that back to our team here because we're going to meet right. later on this month. Okay. And and we'll talk okay. about that. Thank you, thank you, Travis. Thank you. Thanks, Not Travis. No problem. Okay, Deborah. Right, Deb. Okay, so um, I know a lot of people here use GPS apps, and there are a lot of them. And I have many of them, and have used many of them. But interestingly, I have asked two different O and M specialists, sort of casually, in two different states. Do you use GPS with your students? And each of them mentioned an app I'd never heard of except for from them. So (laughs) I want to find out if any blind people are using it or if it's just something sighted people think is cool. Um, It's called Lazarillo. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I've never used it. I've heard of it. I've never used it. It's very good. It's free and it works almost as well as Blind Square. Really? Do you do you know how okay. to spell it? Because I'd like to look into yeah, it. Yeah, it's L. Yeah. I think I believe it's L A Z A R 
I L L O, because the, right. the, yeah. the instructor in Florida pronounced it Lazarillo. It, it, it was a Spanish influence. In Spanish classic novel, Lazarillo was a, a, a little boy who got in a blind man. Oh. That's, that's where I believe they derived the name from. Oh, oh so Lazarillo was the correct pronunciation because the Ohio guy that told mentioned it called it Lazarillo, but okay. Okay. Well, but that makes Florida sense. Florida guy said yeah. Lazarillo. Yeah. Okay. Well, so who was that who said it's just as good as Blind Square? Martin Nelson. I, uh, Martin I, Nelson. I wouldn't say it's just as good because Blind Square does have a lot of extra things that Lazarillo doesn't have, but Blind Square right. was going to pay for it and this is free. And for just general GPS traveling, it's as good. It's, it speaks what on what street you're on. It, it tells you about landmarks that are close by, uh, and it, it, it's very easy to download and install. Well, okay. thank you. And I think I'll, I'll I think the pronunci- I think the pronunciation depends on where you are. Because in Mississippi, we pronounce things a whole lot different. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's <laughs> true. All right. Thank you, Deborah. Yeah. And uh, we have a raised hand. Hey, that's cool. Christine's got her hand up. Hey, it's me. Yes, yeah, Christine. I've been a community advocate over in Silicon Valley Independent Living Center. Hope everything is going well for everybody. Going well. Really interesting conversation. Uh, love Mississippi types. It must be really late over there. Um, <laughs> I'm really curious to know have we already gone past uh, Lavalence or is that coming up? It's going to come up. When we reschedule him, he he emailed today, apologizing because oh, okay. he had to cancel. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. So. Okay, so other, one other question. Little, you'll shut up and sit down. Uh, curious to know: Will there be an email going out to everybody with all these different great pieces of information? We can we can put it on the OTR discussion list. We can put yeah. it there. Well, what did I say? OTR. <laughs> wrong. Sorry, wrong. My brain's in the wrong area. <laughs> it, on the tech talk discussion list. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We can put it there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, since I'm brand new to this group, and I'm, I'm really glad, grateful that uh, David pointed me in this direction. Ah. Oh, um, okay. Can somebody put me on that list or somehow make that help me make that connection? What's your email? Very simple. It's Christine F as in Frank at S-V-I-L-C dot org. Oh, okay. I can grab it when I hear the broadcast tonight when I edit it. And um, and I can send well, you... I, I can last initial and then uh, the, uh, the initials of our... Of Are you spelling agency. Christine with a C-H? Yes. Okay. Can can I email you um, the instructions? Sure can. Okay. That's the easy way to do it. Yeah, no, not a problem. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Can I tell you about an app that I just downloaded? Is this the two one that we were talking about? Two of them. Yeah, two of them, actually. Where was it? Well, no, 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 no. This is not the one we were talking about. Earlier. Okay. It's two that I got you're, recently. You're just a little loud. Oh, one of which is... Uh, I was reading ACB and Deb Lewis was talking about this app and then oh. I heard Jonathan and Bonnie talking about it this past Saturday. It's called Cardiarm. Cardioarm. And it it literally reads your blood pressure and monitors your heart and does all kinds of stuff and it, it syncs with your with the app. So you've got a physical unit that syncs with your app and it, it you can store all the information in your health app. You can share it with your doctor or family. Well, haven't it been around a while? It seems like I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it might have been. Yeah, it could be around yeah, for a while. Like it's, it's, I've, and I just have recently discovered it. So, But, but yeah, but, but what Deb said is that the, the doctors say that this is far more accurate. Well, it's medic MDA approved. So it apparently... Really nice app, and I'm just about now getting started with it. So, I thought how I'd, much? It, how much is the device that you have to go to go with it? Well, I normally, if you get the device and the case, it's about 130 dollars. But Amazon, okay. Amazon's got them both available now for 99, which is what yeah. I got. 
Yeah, it, it, it gets posted about on a lot of the lists and stuff, and it, mm-hmm. it gets high. It gets high marks and stuff. So yeah, so yeah. I've heard, I've heard good things about it. What information so. does it? What does it provide? Well, in addition to blood pressure, it's heart monitor, you know, heart. Uh, okay. Jeez, uh, there's three or four things that it does. It's a, the company has three or four products that. Yeah, that, don't they also have a scale? They do. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting anywhere near one of those, but whatever. <laughs> 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 I won't either. So. The other, but the, the interesting, if you want, if you want to know more than just get, send us an email and and we can well, send point you, the, you in the right direction. The spelling on it because I can't remember how to spell it right now. The other thing, the other app that I heard about from a, my sister the other day, it's called Yucca. Anybody heard of it? Oh, Y-U-K-A? this is cool. Y U K A. What you do is you can you can point the camera at food or anything else that you can think of that's got a barcode on it, and it reads the ingredients from within the uh, package, the package, and gives you health suggestions as to whether it's healthy or whether you might it, consider it could be as blunt up. as oh or my god if, don't put that yeah, in your body <laughs> and and, and then it, and then it gives you it, it gives you alternatives you know which yeah, is or what about that one that gives expiration dates that's the one i would be curious about <clears throat> yeah no what is, i'm trying to remember which one that is that's the zuzanka yes zuzanka zuzanka Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, mean, I was, af- I was afraid you were going to say that yuck app. You pointed the camera <laughs> and it laughed at you. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. So, John, is it hard to find the barcode stuff? Yeah, that way it takes a little bit of time. Yeah, It'll just like normal normal apps, it it you, yeah, have, to, yeah, you yeah. have to know where they are, the where they should be. Yeah. And if you take the item and you know if you've turned it wrong in the first place. You you pretty much have to go through the whole process of going all over that article yeah. to find, it. but but it doesn't. It's it's not. I'm curious take that about long. something. Why aren't the manufacturers creating some kind of dot that that you know procedure or uh, you know something that you can tactically feel? Yeah, some of them are. Uh, you know, it's I know, I know. Um, Novulence, for example, if you have that app, you can point it at some Kellogg's products, and it'll read the information to you. But that's if it, if, if there's a QR there, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, not everybody oh, has it. Right, but I'm talking about the regular barcode. They do. That's what we're. That's what they're. That's what they're talking about. Anything mm-hmm. that has a barcode on but, it, but she that's, said, that's in the database. She's saying, how do you find the barcode? But yeah, to find the barcode, but, but something. Yeah. Is there something tactile, tactile, or or some way for us to actually zoom in on the barcode right away, rather than having to yeah. turn yeah. that can five so different there are ways? There apps out there yeah, that, 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 that beep at you the closer you get to the barcode. Yeah. But you still have to search for it. Well, yeah, it's usually on the bottom of cereal. You go hungry, you know, by the time yeah. you find it. <laughs> I mean, even when we had the ID mates and you had to turn the thing around. Correct. Right. And it's usually on the bottom part of the item, whatever that is. Usually. Yeah. Well, that's great. But if there was a bump dot there, you could really feel around to find that. Then, you know, mm-hmm. have at least a fighting chance. I want yeah. a, I want a, I want a voice that's a wave file that says, stop! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I have a question. Is that Gene? Yeah. Okay, John, were you done, John? I'm done, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I was in a particular, on a particular website, which was an audio-only website, and there was, um, you know, I found, it's it's a religious article, so, but, Uh uh, religious thing, but it had a link called Divine Will Calendar, which I got onto, and each, you um, tab to find the date that you want. And then once you find the date, say say January 31st, then you tab to each, no, you ent- I think you enter, you tab to each, the, each entry that was written on a specific date. The problem I'm having, usually if you press the space bar after you listen to what you wanna listen to, you know, you might be able to tab to the next item. Well, I can't do that on this particular um, website. The only way I figured out to do it is to go out of the website, go back in, 
and tab all over again to get to the what I want to listen to. Can you do the find feature, which is on it's Control F, I think, on Windows, right? Uh, yeah, and, uh, and with John, I don't know about the other screen. Reader, but can I have you do that to find it. I never, I didn't try that with it. I don't think NVDA works with Define as 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 easily as Jaws does. Yeah, I'm not sure. you do. You can do if you're on a website, then you do Control NVDA F. Control Control NVDA. NVDA F. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then to find the next is NVDA F3. F3. Yes, but it's, you have okay. to hold the NVDA with it. Oh, okay. I can try that. Thanks. There's a couple of things. Even my choir's website, um, I think I finally figured that out. Seems a little bit easier than this one. But thanks. Okay. So it's Control cool. NVDA Control yeah. Control Control F, and then no, you know, Eugene. You know what you do with, with NVDA? It's the same thing that you do with Jaws. If okay. you want to know about a keystroke, okay, for either one of these screen readers, you want to do whatever your key is, like your NVDA, it could caps lock, it could be caps lock, it could be insert. And then you do number one on the numbers row, not on the number oh. pod. And okay. you'll be in the keyboard learn mode. And then you press the key that you think it is, okay? And it will tell you what that what those keys do. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. So it's so you press control F. And no, then, what I'm saying to you is to figure it out. Okay. Caps lock one or insert one, and then press the key that you think it is. Okay. So if you think it's control NVDA F, press it and see what it says to do. Oh. See what it says. Okay. And that's okay. sometimes, you know, if you think, I think the command is blah, 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 but I'm not sure. Mm. It's a very good way to do it. Or the other the other thing about it is that if you're on a computer keyboard that you're not sure about, it's a new keyboard for you or it's somebody else's keyboard, it'll teach you the keys, which are which are really nice. And yeah, then okay. you do then to get out of it, you do the same thing. It's a toggle. To get out. It's a toggle. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know if NVDA has the, the really neat feature that Jaws does with the where you can search in, in oh, the in the so. keystrokes, yeah. you can bring up the keystrokes yeah. and search and, and get an idea right. of what you mean. That really is a handy service. I, know, I like that. I like that a lot. And even the JAWS history is wonderful. And and, and other screen oh, readers yeah. can do that too. Because there are sites that are not easy to read. Or if you press a right arrow, it reads the whole line exactly. sometimes. And if you have this history, then you can go through at you know character at a time yeah. or word at a time and, and find out exactly what you're looking for. And so yeah. I don't know. That's something that other screen readers should take a look at. Okay. All right. I'll try yeah, it. Yeah. About virtual floor, you can virtualize the, the window right. and virtualize right. the control, which is another way to do it. But I like the history, like I said, um, you know, when Ron was doing the presentation the other day on the community thing for email addresses where, you know, you want to write to somebody and you they're on a list and you see the, you know, like, say, um, uh, tech talk but, but on behalf of um, Larry Gassman. And then you see Larry's email address and you want to only write to Larry. So if you do the speech history, you can do that, which is kind of cool. Good. Area code 518 has her hand raised. Yeah, yourself. Mary Beth. yeah, sorry, I was reading. I didn't want to keep muting. It's Mary Beth. Um, yeah. Hey, how, how are you guys doing uh, we're today? We're good. Question. Everybody's been sort of in and out of the things that I've been reading. This whole thing with um, with Audible and Humanware. And the, I was just wondering if anybody had any real uh, solid information on it or any updates on it. And, and if you well, want to pass on it, go for it. Updates on what, Mary Beth? Well, that that uh, the new human where um, uh, Victor Generation oh, Three we, isn't going to be able to play Audible, and now everybody's getting all funded notes to Humanware. Yeah, and I, uh, just, I was just interested. They are coming um, on. They're going to be with us on the thirteenth, which oh, is a, okay. which is pretty close well, to just, where they're going to launch. Save all my yeah. No, okay. I know. I know that Jonathan Mosen came yeah, uh, put together a petition. Requesting yeah. everybody sign it and 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 asking Audible to make the uh, or Amazon to make Audible work in the in the third generation, and that just came out, came out on Saturday. So I don't know how many people are up there. There were 150 when I signed it. So no, nope. probably there are 
like, like 300 and something the last time okay. I, I okay. had signed yeah, it, but the last time I looked at it. Did you hear Jonathan's podcast? No, and that's why I haven't signed it yet, Mern. I want—I no, okay. actually do want to well, turn into it. It's good. Go into you know, closing at large and get the latest podcast. And now I just found out because I didn't know. Apparently, I have to look at my email. Kim and Chris did a special pro thing on it. Yes, like a thirty-five minute. Yes. Oh, he did? Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's, how come they didn't tell us? It's very good. It out, well, it just came no, out. out on the 29th. I don't know how they found out because I didn't find out, but either. But if and the, you, go and the, the, you know, go to the go to their go to their website, or you know, if you're using something on the phone like Overcast, it should be there. Or even if people are using yeah. the real sense, if you go to Mystic Access, it should be there, which I'm going to do. And the Mystic hey, Access podcast to, is called okay. Landing the Plane. The Mystic Access podcast on the stream three is titled "Landing the Plane." So landing really the can- plane yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it's called. So yeah, and they're and, probably and, still landing in the snow. Yeah. And, 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 and for those who didn't know that, uh, they're going to have a tutorial on the stream three that's going to be totally free. I, I guess Humanware must be financing it, yeah, whether, you buy, right. whether, yeah. whether you buy, yeah, whether you buy, whether you buy it or not. So Kim and Chris are doing the tutorial, and they're yeah. also yeah. going to do one on the track on the on the. Uh, not, to, track. not the track, the stellar, stellar track. track. Yeah, stellar yes. track. Yes. Stellar, it'll be free. That new yeah. Thing is. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. GPS thing. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, I just didn't want to go ahead and sign before I was fully informed. No, go and listen. I mean, go and go. Jonathan interviewed Dominic LeBay, who's been there for a long time. I know. I want him to. I want him to do. Um, you know those. You know, like these have it, cliff notes for broadcasts. I want mm-hmm. Jonathan Moses. <laughs> Mostly to do cliff notes because it's too long. But I will go listen to it. Yeah. Well, if you if you download it to you know anything that lets you just adjust the speed. Yeah. That's one. You know that's a good idea. You're right. I'll just crank it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Thanks. Thank you, Mary Beth. Carla, you can unmute yourself and ask your question. Can you all hear me? Yes. This is a great, this is a great forum tonight. I'm really enjoying this. And I feel really foolish asking this question, but I'm going to do it anyhow. Um, I am really, uh, okay. Is there anybody here that can, can help me with, with um, how do you remember gestures? Um, I I really, um, I I have an iPod um, touch, of course, and I've tried to learn gestures for that. And I, and I, now I've got the, the envision glasses and the thing is, they're not like keystrokes. They don't stick with me. And some of them are very difficult, no matter how hard I practice them, like the two finger swipes, ups and downs. And can we, can we have somebody who, somebody's got jaws going. Can we ask everybody not asking a question to please mute? Hello. Do I have to find button. Oh, she's doing it. Okay. But anyhow, okay. It, but what I was trying to say is they're just not in. I, I I haven't figured out a way to make gestures intuitive to remember the way that keyboard commands are and shortcuts. Maybe it's because I'm a linguist and I'm used to vocabulary. No, this, I, I don't I think so. Don't seem to have the muscle memory. Uh-huh. I mean, I have trouble Carla, remembering my therapy it, exercises, it, and so I'm just wondering if there's anybody there that has come up with any way to make gestures more intuitive or memory aids for them. I, I everybody is different, and and you know I remember gestures. But I do it because I use them over time, often until it becomes second nature. Um, it's they're not easy. When I when I bought the iPhone 14 Pro, I had a heck of a time trying to figure out how. John told me several times how to get the apps which are working, but I needed to do it a few times till I did it once, and then I figured out what the pattern was to make it work. And now it's it's easy. I don't know why I didn't think of it before in terms of muscle movement it wasn't yeah. muscle memory at the time now it is and May i, don't, I add something to this sure i don't know how you because every person's different carla in terms of how they do it go ahead Christine. this is this is deborah and i i don't i don't teach anymore but when i did 
I always had iPhone and iPad people start with the voiceover practice. And if you, if you, if, if you open voiceover um, with your voiceover on and click right a few times, you'll find voiceover practice and double tap that. And that's like a, you know, a home, home free zone. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can try anything. I'm sorry, I'm competing with that computer. You can touch it with one finger, two fingers, three fingers, swipe left, swipe right with one finger, two fingers, do a three finger, double tap, triple tap, just play around and you can do anything, but it won't, it won't cause anything to happen because mm-hmm. you're in the practice area. Right. And um, I, th- I think that's a really fun way to, to learn how to and use. And if I may, can I add one more thing to that? Sure. Go this ahead. is Christine. I also used to teach computers. And one thing that I still teach to this day is do it to the standard of what the computer is already set up to do. Get that muscle memory down. And then if you want to change it, go ahead. But in looking at all the possibilities of, you know, one finger, two finger, three finger, swipe, whatever that uh, iOS has given you, you can get truly lost until you know for sure this is what I want to do. And also, uh, one other recommendation, uh, don't make uh, one gesture work for two things. That's right. gonna that'll, that's gonna scale <laughs> you right away. But I mean, like with the Envision glasses, you have to do. I'll tell you the hardest ones for me, even to physically do, are like the one, the two finger um, swipe up and down. I can't get the two fingers spread right. I can't remember them, and there isn't any. You know, I guess you can go into the playground somehow and practice them, but yeah. I, I just I'm still. They're just not. None of the gestures are are very intuitive, and I use them over and over, and I just don't know how to get them, and I just don't know if anybody has any mnemonic. Then, then Carla, maybe you're a perfect candidate for a hay ball. Not for the Envision. I was just going to say. But she won't be able to do the glasses with the hay ball. For the iPad, but not for the Envision glasses. There's nothing for that, I don't think, is there? No. You You know what I would do? Uh, Carla, don't try to learn a bunch of them at once. Think of what you are going to do most often. Start with don't try to don't try to learn all of them because that's going to drive you crazy. So start with what do you want to do the most often? And probably most often is maybe two, which would be going from one thing to the other and choosing something. So if you could, you know, start with that. Then when you feel comfortable, say, okay, now tomorrow in two days or three days, I'm going to add one more. Don't try to do them all at once because that will drive you nuts. The one thing that I have a question about is, is you know, uh, she mentioned that she was having trouble trying to use uh, a two-finger tap. Is there a way to adjust that part? Wait to do what? Is there a way to adjust the two-finger tap? No, uh, no, no, no. You no. can't. I mean, they don't let you change them. You know, a lot of a lot of things like you can go in, and, but no, there there are set amount, and there's like voiceover has practice. This has the playground, but I would just don't try to learn everything. It's like when you're learning how to control, um, when you're learning how to control a PC with a braille display or control the iPhone with a braille display, you don't do everything at once. You go nuts. You know, you just take what you most often. And I, I think, too, not to be afraid, to really try to not be afraid of them, to not go in with, I can't do this. I'm too afraid. I've had so many failures. But to just be able to say, and I know that that can be hard sometimes, but to but to say, okay, wait, I'm going to, like Myrna was saying, you know, try one thing that, you, that you're good at first and, and you know, and just, just kind of give yourself a break. You know, you, you'll get it. And you I, can I, do this. And I, I you know, I, 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 uh, having cerebral palsy, there are some gestures that I physically can't make. Yeah. So if yeah. I need to change the gesture somehow, I know I can do it on an iPad, you know, any iOS device. I'm just not sure about other devices. And I, I, I would strongly recommend you go into your iDevice and go to settings, accessibility. 
Right, but I'm over. worried about other devices. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm talking to Carla right now, not to you, Christine. Oh, so, sorry, uh, sorry. That's all right. Uh, uh, voiceover and then commands, and th they're all right there on your device. I mean, it, it's not going to make it more intuitive, but there's always a reference on your iDevice that you can go into as, as long as you know where to find it. And uh, and they've got them broken into various categories. And uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know what you do to record stuff. I, I can't remember anything anymore, whether I'm talking about a keystroke <laughs> shortcut or a gesture or what. So I, I put everything in an Excel spreadsheet if I think I'm going to be using it. And if it's something I use often, I put it in an Excel spreadsheet that's accessible and it'll, you know, I've got column headings set up and row titles and stuff. And I just, you know, air up and down through it and I, I you can, you can search and, and find the, what, what you need. So, uh, uh, electronically, uh, you, your memory is available to you, but, uh, uh, but it's like everything else. You got to practice until it gets perfect. So. But Carla, are you having trouble on the iPhone as well? No, I don't see. This has kept me away from an iPhone. I've got my blind shell, and I'm happy with that. Oh, okay. mess so with the, that, but so it's the thing for you is the blind shell. Yeah, it's the it's not the blind iPhone. shell isn't a problem, but it's the um, right. oh, you it's know the glasses, the glasses, right. and you, the okay. um, the iPod Touch has a bunch of apps on it that. And I thought if I could master that, I might think of an iPhone, but yeah. I didn't. So you no, know, no, with the blind shell because for you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean. Sometimes I even think, and I love my iPhone, I think, hey, you know, have to, this would be so much easier with a blind shell. You wouldn't have to. But, I mean, the i the iPod Touch, um, I wouldn't, a Hable would be good for you, but I wouldn't spend the money for an iPod Touch and a Hable. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, it but the glasses, there's only certain know, ways of doing the glasses, things. glasses, you can't, the only thing that you could do, but you can't, because you don't have an iPhone, is that, and they haven't done it for the for the Android, and maybe they will. I don't know. Is that you can instead of using the the gestures on the glasses, you could use the app. I mean, it's possible to use the app, but you can't really because you don't have an iPhone. Well, so. It's paired with my Touch. We got it paired. Um, it paired we got okay. the app so paired with the Touch. All right so, then. Um, okay. So then, if that's true. Then, if you did get it paired with your touch, then instead of doing the gestures on the glasses, use the app on the touch. Hmm. Okay, so and you can communicate with the um, with Bluetooth yeah, because you can choose. Yeah, something. because you can choose like, you know, you can choose. Let's say if you want instant, or if you want scan text, or if you want, you know, so you know, do it that way. Yeah, some of the things I can do with my voice, but some of the ones, the That's swipe right. ups and downs with two fingers, there's no, there doesn't seem to be equivalence of those things anywhere. So, but thank you so much. I don't want to, I don't want to monopolize things. But you know what? So I, well, no, it's okay. Carla, you know what else I would do? Write to Let's Envision, you know, I mean, support at letsenvision.com. Ask them if there is a voice command. Tell them that you're having trouble doing that two finger command. And ask them if there isn't another way to do it. Ask them. Okay, I just had my onboarding, but she said I could I could ask yeah. questions. Oh, absolutely, everybody does. Everybody yeah. says, oh, what, yeah. "What if you did oh, to yeah. do this?" And they love that kind of feedback. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't want to be. I don't want to make a pest out of my. Oh no no no! They, they want that. They want you to be a pest. And people and they want to get on the list too, the mail list. Sure. Yeah, because yes, that's a good source of information for you, it Carla. Is. Are you on that list? Well, I asked her to put me on their list. Okay, so. that will help. Uh, then you'll be able to do that easily. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. I have a really good luck. story that, that I would like to share, if I may. Go ahead, Christine. I scared the people at the Apple store one time. I introduced them to the, the uh, screen curtains. And this is their own device. And they didn't even know about it, so. You know, voicing your thoughts and opinions, that, that's so important. And maybe even uh, shaking things up by taking things to, uh, you know, the Apple store itself and saying, here's what I'm finding. Did you know? And I had a crowd of people right after I did that. I had a crowd of, of uh, employees come around me to not only observe, but ask questions. 
And uh, that was actually a lot of fun. It was it was fun to stump them because it it really made me know that even though uh, this you know company is supposed to be highfalutin and you know all about access, obviously the knowledge and skills haven't trickled down uh, to the people <laughs> actually in store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good. Well, thank you for telling us the story. And we have about 10 minutes left, so we'll get in any quick questions or comments that we can, if there are some. Anybody? No hands. Okay. Okay. Um, This was an experiment. It worked. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if we were going to be able to fill... But uh, I'm glad you all came and I'm glad you all took part. That was worthwhile, very much so. And Myrna, maybe you can tell us who will be with us next week. So next week, I've been trying to, I've been thinking about this for a long time and um, we decided to do it. John Panarese is coming next week. And John has a site and a business called Mac for the Blind. So... Um, I hope that there's some Mac users. Um, I just got a new Mac. I've been I was working with it a lot, and then I didn't have it for a while. And decided, hey, I think I'll go and go and do that. Um, and so John has John's going to tell you about his um, you know organization and his site, and he's got a lot of good Mac tutorials. There are a couple for free, and a couple some that you have to buy if you want. Um, but I thought we've well, never really done the Mac. And I think this might be a really good thing for us to do. So next week, John Panarese is coming from Mac for the Blind. Excuse me, this is Scott. I had I didn't unmute very very quickly, but I was I was just going to say I hope I hope sometime soon you're going to have APH on to talk about their Monarch product. We will do that. We have not con- put together a date yet for them, but we can we can look into that. And I'm sure it'll be unveiled at CSUN. Oh, yeah. And on the 13th, remember, we have uh, HumanWare to talk about the new Victor Reader generation number three. And then the following week, on the 20th, we have Mike May and Gina Harper to talk about CES. Uh, so uh, that'll, that'll be on the 20th. And beyond that, we'll have to wait and see. So thanks for being with us. Uh, we enjoyed it. It was good. And we helped some people, which is also always good. So thanks so much for being with us. And we'll see you next week on Tech Talk.